Yo, what up, what up, what up? How y'all doing out there? If you hear my voice, I hope it finds you well. Welcome to another episode of Hell is Round the Corner. I'm your host, Lou Cipher. And um, happy motherfucking Juneteenth, y'all. Listen, it, the Juneteenth was yesterday, if you listen to this number. Anyway, um, yeah, happy Juneteenth. You know, I love us for real. All that good shit like that. And um, before I get started, I want to shout out everybody who's been um, sending me feedback and whatnot um, in the email. Like, y'all really be writing the nigga. Like, I'm, I'm going to get to a point. See, so Okay, so time out. I'm going to get to a lot of the letters in the inbox um, in due time because I have specific topics set up for future episodes, and a lot of y'all let us coincide with that, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to start reading them shits off on, you know, the episodes where they're going to go with, but, you know, I appreciate y'all feedback and all that kind of shit like that. Um, one thing I did see that I'm going to work on um, in coming episodes is a lot of y'all say that the episodes are too short. And, um, you know, to which I say, listen, y'all got to, motherfuckers got to start doing more shit. Like, look, let me tell you something. It's hard sitting up here talking, you know, and, um, and, um, full disclosure, I'm not doing this with a motherfucking app or no shit like that. All this shit is one take because, you know, I don't, I don't have, I ain't got the time and the patience to invest in the technology. So, you know, <laughs> but anyway, you know, I appreciate y'all, but this week that would not be a problem. Cause let me tell you something. On this here Juneteenth week, these niggas have nigged. <laughs> I got the problem of having too much shit to fucking talk about this time, so we might be here for a while. So, you know what I'm saying? Y'all just, you know, buckle in. We about to go ahead and get started. What I'm going to do, I'm going to go, I'm going to do my best to go from least important to the shit that we all waiting for at the very end, all right? And plus, we got to, um, let's talk about the sex segment that I want to jump into, too. So, you know, we're going to be here for a little minute. So, let's do this. All right. First thing first that I want to talk about from this week. So, y'all new niggas. When I say new niggas, I'm talking about Gen Z. Y'all new niggas tried to cancel, cater to you. But the, let me tell you something. So, if you don't know what I'm talking about... There were uh, a series of tweets and there was a petition going around talking about um, Destiny's Child song Cater to You is a pick me anthem and they and, and these new these new hurt cheering trying to get it canceled. Mm. Now what's so crazy how you know these kids are young? Because y'all must don't know Destiny's Child's catalog. All like if you go back to quite a few of those songs, a lot of those songs did not age well. And a lot of those songs were like, you know, you could, I mean, Destiny Child songs, they got victim blaming songs. They got motherfucking, um, they got, you know, they got the pick me anthems. They got fucking, um, what's the, what else do they fucking do? Slut shaming anthems. Like Destiny Child, you know, they, they were a product of they, of they time. You know, but however, Cater to You is not one of them damn songs. It's about loving someone, a, a concept that is very foreign to you emotionally barren motherfuckers. But it's about loving someone, and you know what I'm saying, 
feeling like that person is, you know, reciprocating all your energy in a relationship. So you just want to just make sure, you just want to brush the nigga hat out. You know what I'm saying? But all you fucking hurt pussy fucking summer walker listening motherfuckers who'd have been sitting up here setting it out and laying it out for the wrong nigga for umpteen motherfucking years. You the fuck around, had a baby you don't want by this motherfucker and now y'all just project that fucking sorry energy through every goddamn thing. Everybody's not that miserable. You know what I'm saying? There are just some people out here who choose joy. You know? And I swear, I know that is a foreign that is a foreign concept to this fucking generation, but y'all gotta get off that shit. But I just I just wanted to bring that up, you know, real quick, because I thought that was fucking stupid. Alright, next thing. I'm not even gonna spend long on this. So Kevin Hart is mad, y'all. I'm so fucking sick of having to deal with that nigga's Napoleon complex. I don't know what the fuck to do. You know what I'm saying? He so I didn't even save the tweets. I'm I'm, I'm gonna paraphrase the shit. Basically, Kevin Hart is mad at the child saying he's not funny, and what he started doing was running down his resume. You know, I got three, I got three, I got three of the top. Netflix specials ever that my movies make all this money this that number my nigga McDonald's makes millions of hamburgers nobody is celebrating them as the pinnacle of motherfucking you know quality and shit like that you know what I'm saying just because you produce a lot and you make a lot of money just does not make you quality nigga you ain't been funny forever you to be quite honest you've never really been funny you know what I'm saying? You were just a glitch in the matrix. Niggas just, you know, somehow you got white people to see it for you and they started putting you in everything. And, you know, now you got all this money and all this shit like that. You still miserable. Dude, Kevin Hart, you do not evolve. That is your fucking problem. You don't evolve. You know, you, you still, you're stuck in wanting to, you know what I'm saying, present these same warmed over ass, unfunny ass fucking jokes, you know, over on us when we got people out here like motherfucking Cat Williams. We got people out here like motherfucking, um, um, shit, who's the other guy thinking, you know, when Paul Moody just left, but what I'm saying is people who are really good at observational comedy, you know what I'm saying? People who are really good at intellectual comedy, you know? You, 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 you're not, but you want to be celebrated as one of the greats for it. I'm sorry. We just not going to do that. You're mid, bro. Take all your money and your stupid ass decisions that you make and go on some fucking where. I guess like, I ain't, look, Kevin Hart, I ain't never seen it for that little show, motherfucker. He just, and then on top of that, you sit up there, you, you whining and complaining. Nigga, your work husband don't say a motherfucking thing. You see The Rock? The Rock know them movies are stupid as fuck. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the Rock out here being the goddamn two fairy of the Fast and the Furious and whatever. And he know that shit done, but it's getting him all the fucking money. The Rock don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Listen to your motherfucking work husband and leave us the fuck alone. All right. <laughs> the next thing I want to talk about is something that is very close to a subject that is very close to my heart. So y'all have to walk with me with this one. Will and Jada. It, it's so deliciously funny to me watching Will and Jada. That, that, that ship that they've been sailing on of hashtag couple goals for over 20 years is it, it, starting to sink. And the thing what's so crazy is I don't think neither one of them care. It's all y'all niggas who've been holding a who who've been holding a relationship on this pedestal forever, who having a meltdown right now. So let's 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 unpack it. Uh, 
So every year Tupac's birthday, <laughs> Jada reminds Will Smith that she he was her second choice. And he had listened and had had Pac been alive, she would be shitting out babies for him right now. So you know what I'm saying? Um Tupac's birthday passed this year and Jada produced a poem that he had written for her that no one had ever seen before. Side note, all I'm going to say is that paper looked a little too fresh and that ink looked a little too wet. I'm not saying that he didn't write it, but I am, you know, Jada may or may not have, you know, transcribed it onto fresh paper, you know, for viewing purposes. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying because the shit looked too fresh. But I digress. So she produces this poem that he, Tupac wrote for her and all that kind of shit like that. And, you know, everybody sitting up here feeling sorry for Will, man. I can't believe this woman be sitting up here making, a, making him compete with a dad nigga. She sitting up there. Man, listen. I, when I was hearing y'all say all that, I was nodding my head. I understand the sentiment. But let's not cry for Will because, look. I tweeted it. Y'all out here feeling sorry for Will having to compete with Tupac's memory every year like Jade ain't done put up with Dwayne Martin for years. Let's get into it. Now, we all know Will and Jada's proclivities. <laughs> I've always said that Jada gives, give, Jada gives power top energy. Huh? You know, notice her and Queen Latifah are like best friends. But we, we know what's been going on over there. Will and Dwayne, let me tell you something. That's the them the couple goals right now. Y'all motherfuckers sitting up here been talking about Jada and Will all these years. But nigga, it been Will and motherfucking Dwayne. You see them niggas together all the time. They be so loving, and it's just like, listen. Then, then, then <laughs> it's just the whole thing is so fucked up. Cause like, you know, Jada when she produced the poem. Then you got Will out here fucking posting posting good pussy fucking videos on the goddamn internet and shit. This nigga doing... First of all, who the fuck uses that, that exercise machine like that? Will got his legs up in the goddamn um, chest abductor machine or whatever. He closing his leg, opening his leg. Boy, let me tell you something. <laughs> I, 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 listen, I know that's Jada's husband and that's, and that's, and, and that's fucking Dwayne's um, concubine. But... That joint fat than a motherfucker. But did you see that shit? I'm speaking specifically to my gay diggers now. Y'all saw that goddamn video clip I'm talking about. Motherfucker, we had them goddamn ankles up to his earlobe. And when I say that motherfucker was spread, I say, God damn. That nigga Dwayne won for real. Shit. What? <laughs> Look, we'll give me pretty whole energy. To All right, let me, let me stop. Let me stop. But anyway. But yeah, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Will out here waiting to live in his truth. You know what I'm saying? Will been waiting to live in his truth for quite some motherfucking time. And Jada is slowly but surely pushing him now. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to realize, Jada Pinky, you can tell she has a type. Jada, Jada, Jada like her hood joint. You know what I'm saying? Because low-key, she a hood joint, you know? And here's the, here's the problem with women like Jada Pinky. Um, you know, you got women like her, you got women like Sierra, and I'm only using it for example, I'm not, I'm not, and I'm not bringing anything, I'm not bringing anything up I'm about to say in a pejorative sense, but they like a certain type of man, you know what I'm saying, and you know what I'm saying, they like, you know, they, they kind of like a little hood nigga, they kind of like a little, you know, a little roughneck, whatever you want to call it, but they, but they're smart women, they get to a, a specific age where they realize, you know what, this knuckle dragon ass dingy boxer nigga, even you know, even though it's what I like, 
he's not going to give me the quality of life that I want. So you know what they go do? They go get them a cornball. Because one thing about a cornball, you know, that cornball going to be there for you. He going to do what he got to do. You know what I'm saying? He going to fill all the roles. He got to fill. He got to wear all the hats. He got to wear. You know, so that's when you get your Will Smiths. That's when you get your Russell, um, your Russell, your, your Russell Westbrook. Ain't the boy named Westbrook? But uh, I forgot Sierra's husband name, but you know who I'm talking about. The um, the one that looked like the Brazilian gay porn star. He, um, but he good people. Russell Wilson. There you go. Um, that's when you get niggas like that. You know, they not the first choice because you know what I'm saying. They 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 a little swaggerless. You know what I'm saying. And, 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 and I'm not. And again, nothing I'm saying is meant to be in the pejorative sense. But you know, they're not their they're not their speed. So they go get these men. They go build these lives with them. You know, and they're happy. And you know, they they you know they got they, they, you know the lives are productive. We got a nice ass house. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no lights getting cut off over here. Everybody got a everybody. I got a table, got a turkey leg, singing. He's a jolly good fella. We all happy over here. I couldn't be happy with that rough neck nigga. However, that's still my type. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, but Jada won't let, won't stop reminding Will of that shit. And like I said, Jada got one more time before Will go public with Dwayne. And all I gotta tell anybody is this: I would pay all the money for the sex tape. Cause them niggas, boy, them niggas give me nasty ass verse. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, the motherfuckers flip flopping all over that goddamn house. Like, and then on top of that, I don't mean to stick on this too long, but it's, I, it's some, it's some shit I really gotta say. <laughs> Going back to what I said earlier about Jada having to put up with Dwayne Martin, Dwayne Martin moved like a disrespectful ass bitch that don't know their place. Look how he be, look how he did Lisa Ray. You know what I'm saying? She, he destroyed her marriage. You know what I'm saying? Dwayne Martin gives me that energy. That's why I say, you know, Jada been going through it over there. Dwayne Martin look like the type of bitch that'll walk in your motherfucking house and you know they fucking you. You know they fucking your nigga, but y'all kind of got some kind of understanding, but you ain't going to say nothing. But, you know, in your heart of hearts, you still mad at that motherfucker. Dwayne walk in that woman's house and tell her house dirty and shit. Like, he gives me that. Like, he walk in Jada's house and be like, oh, like, damn. You couldn't run a mop across this part of the flow? I mean, you know, don't you have maids? Like, yeah, he gives me that. So, you know, shout out to Will and Jade over there. Listen, I hope y'all find happiness because we starting to see what this shit really was. And it is hilarious. Okay, let's see. Where we at now? So, I guess we can go ahead and talk about the verses that happened. <laughs> So Wednesday, Eve and Trina had their verses. I quite enjoyed it. I ain't gonna tell you. I, I, to be honest, I didn't have no intention of watching it. Because once I figured out that Eve wasn't there, I was like, okay, I ain't watching this shit. Look, Eve ain't even bothered to leave her goddamn house. But um, I ended up watching it, and I'm glad I did. Because let me tell you something. That was the most concise verses ever. That motherfucker was over in an hour and a half. And it wasn't because nobody had hits. They ran through that shit expeditiously. Because we we talking about black women of a particular age, you know what I'm saying? I believe both Trina, and he, um, I, I, I believe both are in their mid forties. So you know what I'm saying? Um, they're they're well into auntie age. And what you're not gonna do is have an auntie up all night. You're just not gonna do it. You know what I'm saying? Aunt, listen, let me tell you something, aunties. You know, even on on her good nights, you know, midnight is her cutoff. You know, they had Eve over there up at 2 o'clock in the damn morning over there in England. And it was just, look, so we we, we, we going to unpack it and get down to it. So, the verses was cool. Um, everything started on time. First of all, both ladies look fucking amazing. You know what I'm saying? I mean, listen, real faces, 
real bodies. You know, it was it was it was so refreshing to see it. And and when I tell you, both of them, you know, they look like women of their age, but women of their age they have really taken care of themselves because Trina looks amazing. You know what I'm saying? She's beautiful. Eve is just skin. Just skin goals like Eve looks great. The wigs were good, the outfits were good. It was just so good to see them just you know looking like you know, yeah, I, nigga, I take care of myself in off season, you know what I'm saying. But, um, what really what, what, what really struck me though, Trina shut all you motherfuckers up, including myself. Because if you remember last episode, I said that I got I had Eve winning this, that was not the case. Trina, man. I didn't realize that I ain't gonna even myself and thinking I'm very familiar with Trina's catalog, but it was so many songs that I had forgotten about. You know what I'm saying? And then on top of that, the um the the, the good thing too is what um I, I tweeted about this, brought this up. What sells a lot of um what sells a lot of the stuff in verses are the are the performances. You know what I'm saying? Like you know um a performance can sell a song. And you can tell that um, Trina was still gigging and performing up until the pandemic. You know what I'm saying? She was like, she was regularly, you know what I'm saying, doing club dates and shit like that. And you could tell the way she was moving on the stage, she, the way she knew all her lyrics. She wasn't out of breath. Shout out to both of them for that. Because I'm talking about, they. I mean, listen, they. it was the breath control. It was the stage presence. Like, they both have that. You know what I'm saying? And let me tell you something. When you rap, when you standing up in heels, rapping for an hour and a half, how you not out of breath? So, you know, like, really shout out to them, like, just, you know, for being just, you know, just showing that they do this. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, though, Katrina was the clear winner. I'm talking about she was just coming out the bag with shit. And it was just, it was dope shit. And, it, you know, Eve, to, to her credit, here's the thing that y'all was forgetting about Eve. Eve has been a rich white woman for the last 10 years of her life. Of, her life. of course she even got the lyrics to them damn songs. Eve been, oh, listen, look, 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 look. Okay. We're going to divert a little bit because I need, I need to get this out here. Eve showed y'all rap bitches how to do this shit better than anybody ever motherfucking did. Eve, you know, jumped out the gate, came out rapping, and like I said, you know, Eve had bars, Eve was was pretty, and all that kind of shit. Eve was stylish, because we not gonna discount both of them are stylish and shit. Like, you know, Eve was never a label whore. Her thing was always being super stylish and throwing herself together real fly. But I digress. So Eve came out, you know, Eve had a legit moment. Eve was a legit pop star. You know what I'm saying? At one time, when she started doing the Gwen Stefani class, Eve had ascended to that level of, of legit Bonafide pop star. White people knew who Eve was, all the good shit like that. Eve said, you know what I'm not about to be doing for the rest of my life? I'm not about to be on this goddamn stage, love is blinding and letting me blow y'all mind for fucking 20 and 30 years. Let me go ahead and get to this bag. She went and found her that rich ass motherfucking white man. And he, look, she, look, she got married. He brought her over there to England. And Eve has been a rich white woman ever motherfucking since. She did this shit better than all the rest of you hoes. 
You know what I'm saying? So her forgetting the lyrics and songs, y'all gotta let her have that. She is, look, in her Caucasian home, they don't even say a lot of that stuff she be, used to be saying in them goddamn songs. You know, I, to be honest, I think the only reason Eve did, agreed to do this verses was for her to be able to say nigga for a few, for about an hour or some change. Because Eve probably ain't said nigga and I can't tell you how long. She got a white man and all that kind of shit. She around all them goddamn British people with them fucked up teeth and white folks. Ain't no telling how long it been since, since Eve said nigga. Eve, look, Eve went and took one of them back rooms of her house, hired her DJ, put up some, uh, put up one of them damn plywood things with the verses shit all around it, started that live stream, and I swear the first thing she did was grab that bike and said, NIGGA! Like, it was just, it, they, look, she, she, she has not been able to, you know what I'm saying, really tap into that side of herself for some time. So I was so happy to see her be so goddamn happy. But yeah, shout out to the verses. That shit was actually really, really fucking good. And you know what I'm saying? I just, I, I I appreciate both of those ladies so fucking much. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we, we you know, this generation ain't gonna have no shit like that. But um, anyway, <laughs> let's see. What else we go? Okay. All right. I got one more thing before I really just jump into the floor of what we waiting for. Mm. So, there was a, um, a viral video of a fight. This um this week that I thought that I found particularly interesting. So basically, what it was was this woman she brought her old man up to her job to fight one of her coworkers. So let's if y'all ain't seen the video, just go look for it. It's everywhere, and we about to unpack a little bit of this. So. She brought her, her boyfriend up to the damn place to fight her co-worker. So he get there, and here's the problem. Nothing about her boyfriend read remotely as, I will whoop your ass. Nothing. He was, he was just a square-looking little dude. She brought this motherfucker up there to fight a nigga with tattoos in his face and fucking black forces on. Do you hear me? This motherfucker, at one point in the video, you see him handing a strap to his homeboy in the car. And then on top of that, all his people was there. You know what I'm saying? So he had a strap to his nigga. Side note, let me tell you something. Any nigga that come to work strapped ain't got a motherfucking thing to lose. That off top. You know what I'm saying? So he's sitting up here with fucking black forces and tattoos in his face. She brought her boyfriend up there to fight. So your boyfriend, you know, he got a chest up and everything like that. So he, so he barking real loud, you know, and the dude is really just calm. That's another, that, that was another indicator that you did, this was not the smoke that you want. When a nigga in the face of adversity just gets super fucking calm, you might want to leave that motherfucker alone. You know what I'm saying? So she holding him back and he, he ifing like he ready to fucking scratch and all that kind of shit like that. So we get to the point where old boys just walk out to the concrete. And he like, you know, what, what's up? What we doing here? What are we doing here? So she turned him loose and what she did there for. All I saw was the heels of that man's shoes point up to heaven. And his body slammed to the concrete. Not once, but twice. This man picked him up, lifted him up towards the heavens. He, they, both of their feet left the ground. He inverted that man's body in the air and slammed him on that concrete.
two motherfucking times. Let me tell you something. The fight, is, the, the fight isn't the important part of this video. It's the aftermath. <laughs> because here's the problem. They got to break up now. They have to break up. It's just, it, it's just in, the, it's in the laws of nature. Their relationship cannot survive this. I'm going to tell you why. Straight men, and I'm, talk, I'm talking to y'all. One, th one thing straight men can't fucking do, they can't lose a fight in front of their old lady. That's just something they can't fucking do. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry. It just is what it is. I understand that it's all kind of constructs involved here. You know, the, you know, patriarchy and all that kind of shit like that. All them Tumblr words y'all like to use. But that's just what it is. Y'all can't lose fights in front of y'all goddamn women. Especially when she brought you to the damn fight. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, how you gonna have a motherfucker on your back at night that, you know what I'm saying, they, 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 they can't even motherfucking defend you. So that's just, you know, they have to break up for that law alone. You know what I'm saying? Sorry to say they just do. Second of all, he need to leave that bitch because she don't give a fuck about him. How in the hell do you bring me? You know you know me, bitch. Motherfucker, we sit, we, we sit on the couch and fucking eat shot coochie boards and motherfucking watch HGTV. What in, what in the world made you think that I could fight a nigga with tattoos in his face? Why would you set me up like this? You know what I'm saying? It's like women women have been setting men up for bullshit since the beginning of motherfucking time. Helen of Troy on down. You know what I'm saying? They Niggas have been jumping out the window for pussy for millennia. You know, but at some point you have to look at that woman and be like, bitch, you don't motherfucking love me because why would you do this to me? You know what I'm saying? I promise to God, I, if, I'm, I'm just speaking, if I, if I was straight, if my bitch bring me to her job to fight a nigga and I see he got on black forces and he got tattoos in his face, nigga, hey, hey, bro, what you did to her? Oh, you slapped her ass when she walked by? Oh, okay, so check this out. Come here. I'm turning her around. I'm bending over. Hey, 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 pop the other cheek. There you go. Just, it's all good. Hey, you good, bro? Like, I, I didn't mean to fuck up your day. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, 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 she set that man up so motherfucking bad. And I just, I, I, yeah, I just had to bring that up because it was just fucking crazy. But yeah, you, you know, you, you, you got to break up. You know what I'm saying? Or what he could do if he really wanted, if he really want to just get gutter with it, he need to just get into it with a bitch and tell her to go up and bring her up there to fight a bitch that he know got hands. Bring her to fight a bitch who walked to the store with slippers on. That's what he needs to fucking do. Because I'm telling you, I ain't never met a female who, who walked to the store in slippers and ain't had a motherfucking dogs. But, um, but yeah, you know, shout out to them. I hope they make it through it. And women, please stop setting me in up for bullshit. You know, because back in the day, that's how I was, like, how I grew up, you know what I'm saying? If, uh, um, and I mentioned this in a tweet earlier this week, too, um, if a girl fucking, you know, chests up with you or she hits you or some shit like that, what you, what, what, what you, what you supposed to do? I ask, hey, yo, where your dad at? Where your brother at? Where your uncle at? Where your boy cousin at? Bitch, I don't even want to talk to you no more. Look, I, I got smoke with them. See, I can't, I can't, I can't bat you in the fucking mouth. I can't hit them, though. So, you know, so back in the day, man, females had so many niggas catching fades and they didn't even know what you knew. Look, your brother, he on the damn bus stop minding his motherfucking business. Next thing a nigga done, done, done came out and stole on him from the side because of some shit his sister done did. You know what I'm saying? Y'all got to step, step setting these men up. 
All right. So, where we at now? Let's take. Let, 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 let. All right. So this week was Juneteenth. Y'all niggas have been on a roll <laughs> this whole ass weekend. I'm not even about to talk about the shit that's going on with Meg, the baby, and whole man because. Oh God, that, that's still developing, and I, 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 yes, that's a lot happening over there. But um, what we are gonna do, we gonna talk about the rest of you niggas. So, what happened? The, the thing that kicked it all off was when um, they, the white folks, decided to make Juneteenth a federally recognized holiday. Um, and a lot of you niggas, you know. A lot of you doom and gloom niggas just took it and just ran with it. Oh, they, they, this is just terrible because what they're doing, it's an insult. Girl, we know. We know. Let me tell you something. White people have been white people since the beginning of the motherfucking time. We, li we literally live in a fucking country that was founded upon pillaging, raping, fucking disenfranchisement, goddamn unethical treatment of human beings all around. We know white people. We know what this shit is. You know what I'm saying? It's performative. No, that point, I promise, I promise you, talented tip niggas, that point is not lost on any of us. We know what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? The Asians, they got they got all kind of legislature, but you know, and, and, and stuff super quick. Motherfucker, 400 years later, we ain't got a motherfucker. We got we got streets named after us and a goddamn federally recognized holiday. That white people gonna get paid for too. We see the jig. You don't have to be miserable and just go all out the out, out the box pointing the shit out. You know what I'm saying? Cause I promise you, I can recognize that what they're doing is is bullshit, performative, you know, political theater. But I can also expect my goddamn holiday pay for the holiday next month. You know what I'm saying? Two things can happen at once. You know. So, like, you know what I'm saying? We get it. We're not getting, you know, we're not getting police reform. We're not getting motherfucking gun laws. We're not getting any of that. And I understand it's a, it's a slap in the face, face and it is a fucking insult. But let's not act like we don't know how white people get down. You know what I'm saying? So, that brings me to Candace motherfucking Owens. Where would this bitch just die? Like, god damn, can you, does, does she have hypertension in her family or something? Like, something need to take this hoe out, but any motherfucking way, all y'all niggas complaining and whining and all and putting all that fucking negative energy in the air, it brought forth Candace Owens and her dry pussy energy. Like, I, listen, because let me tell you something. It ain't nothing but a bitch with cactus coochie that be that goddamn miserable all the fucking time. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. But here she come jumping on her motherfucking Twitter talking about something. Juneteenth is so lame. Democrats really need to stop trying to repackage segregation. I'll be celebrating July 4th and July 4th only. I'm American. Girl. Oh, God, I hate this woman. So, out of left field, nobody saw this coming. Who comes to gather Candace Owens? But Azealia Banks. <laughs> Side note, I be telling y'all motherfuckers all the time. First and foremost, this is an Azealia Banks stand house. We stand Azealia in this motherfucking house. Second of all, she does she's never wrong about anything. Y'all just don't like her. It's just just admit that. You know what I'm saying? 
So I'm gonna read what she. I'm gonna read her response to Candace. It's a little lengthy, but fuck it, it needs to be read. So Azalea says, according to this logic, on July fourth, seventeen seventy-six, you would still be enslaved, most likely on the verge of starvation due to all of America's food supply having been prioritized for the war. While you hand sew American flags and struggle to wet nurse some depressed twenty-four-year-old white widow's sickly child until your nipples are chafed and dry, whereafter you will be whipped by her eighty-year-old uncle for your own malnourishment and inability to produce milk. Then sit the toil over a wood-burning stove, blistering your hands while forced to make a peasantly meal of biscuits and gravy. You will be. <laughs> You watch, You will be watched closely by her irate, sunburned, and whiskey-soaked 80-year-old uncle to be sure you do not do not sneak a single biscuit or fingerful of roux for yourself. After you've watched everyone eat, you will be sent to do the cleaning up. Your last task will be brushing the stressed and bald and white widow's hair to prepare for her sleeping bonnet, a deep rest in her comfortable canopy bed. Next, your final descent down the stairs and out the back door where you proudly sleep in a bed where you proudly sleep in a bed bug infested pile of hay in a six by four cabin you share with four other slaves. Happy Independence Day, Kansas Owens. Let me tell you something. If she does nothing else, she is gonna clear, bitch. And also, side note, this is something I've always wanted to say, and I guess right now is the best time for me to interject it. That what that what you heard just now, that was a read. <laughs> this shit that y'all be seeing these women do on these damn housewives, real real Miami basketball bitches or whatever the fuck, those are not reads. You know what I'm saying? That, that, is, a, that is a bunch of birds squawking. A read is eloquent. A read is, you know what I'm saying? It flows. Notice how people rarely cuss. When they when they really reading, you see, you know, you, you look at them videos and clips of them girls back in the eighties when they used to read motherfuckers down. They rarely cuss because see, here's the thing: cussing in a read when you read the bitch and you cuss, it's kind of like a speed bump. You know what I'm saying? Cuss words are used, you know, they're like italics. You know what I'm saying? You use them for emphasis, but the read itself, the whole thing is supposed to, you know, be deadly and flow. So you're not emphasizing no one specific word. So I digress. You know what I'm saying? When you see a motherfucker who could just let it goddamn flow on a motherfucker, that is a read. You know, it just irritates me that straight people then co-opted so much of our fucking language and they don't even know what the shit is. When you be saying, yes, NeNe read. NeNe ain't never read no goddamn body. Motherfucker, like I say, NeNe is, NeNe is sharp, she's witty, and she's funny. But, you know what I'm saying, she does not have the vernacular to read. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, if you want to talk about motherfuckers who read New York, Tiffany New York Pollard, <laughs> that's a bitch who reads. Goddamn Claire Huxtable reads. You know what I'm saying? Electro Abundance reads. Azealia Banks reads. So I just wanted to I just wanted to bring that up because he used to always irritate when people say, Oh yeah, she read. That bitch that bitch can't read a goddamn pamphlet. Any motherfucking way, um Shout out to Azealia, because like I said, you know, she did it for the culture, and y'all gonna really stop, you know, y'all gonna stop hating on that damn girl. That's all I'm saying. So, <laughs> next up. So, this Juneteenth was also interesting because Chloe Bailey. Okay. We gotta unpack this because 
Nina Simone and her family and somehow Kamala got it. It was that that girl twerking her ass on stage got the vice president dragged by Nina Simone's family, who in turn got exposed for embezzlement. <laughs> so if you don't know what I'm talking about, Chloe Bailey performed Nina Simone's song Feeling Good on um they had some special on soul is it was a soul of a nation or some shit like that? i didn't watch it because you know a nigga ain't got no nigga, nigga stream everything over here and i i ain't got the kind of patience anyway so um she performs the song she has on like this glittery cat suit and the thing is the girl fine as frog hair like listen body body the fuck down but you know so she performs the song now here's my thing um, I think Chloe is a stunning young lady. I think she's a very stunning woman. She's um super talented. Like like her and us are both like I, I like I, I the um Chloe and Halle. I've always just admired them. You know the music ain't for me, but the talent and the way they carry themselves as young ladies. You know what I'm saying is so dope to me. That aside, she was doing a little much on the stage. I'm not gonna lie. Now don't get into it. it, and it wasn't the it wasn't the sexual aspect of the performance. You got to realize Nina Simone herself was a very sexual woman. You know what I'm saying, and who did not shy away from expressing that in her art. You know what I'm saying, and feeling good. It's a song about just you know just ah, you just want to just rip your goddamn shirt off and let your nipples poke out and shit like that. You know, it, it, that's what she talking about. You know, she ain't just talking about feeling good as though you know, yeah, I'm you know I'm, I'm out here healthy and, and thriving in these streets. No, feeling good, bitch. This pussy, this this pussy on yank. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm I'm, I'm feeling myself. You know, that's what it's so, so, it wasn't that her dancing so suggestively was, you know what I'm saying, inappropriate for the theme of the song, but it was just, you know, the tone of the song and all that kind of shit like that. She was, she was doing a little much, you know, giving a little sexy strut or, you know what I'm saying, you know, throwing some sexy moves in there would have been cool, but she was doing full out calisthenics. But, again, she's a young girl. She's learning. So, you know, I'm pretty sure she'll learn how to rein it in at the point. But a lot of y'all motherfuckers are jumping out the window. Oh, man, she's doing, doing all the things. That's the most song. That's disrespectful. She's a slut on the stage. Shut up. Shut up. She's a beautiful young woman with a body 99% of y'all wish y'all motherfucking had. God damn it. She's supposed to do exactly what the fuck she did. But, um... Anyway, so somehow Nina Simone, people complained loud enough and it brought Nina Simone's granddaughter forward who was like, you know what I'm saying, we haven't, you know, we haven't had access to her estate for some time, blah, 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 this, that, and the other. Then somebody started dragging the granddaughter saying that her mama was embezzling the money that Nina Simone left behind. Then the granddaughter said it was Kamala's fault because she took the estate or some shit away. I don't know. Listen, all this... Because because a fine ass girl jumped on stage and and, and and started making her ass roll like twenty fours, we really are bored in America at this goddamn point. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it just yeah, because ass shaking shouldn't be that goddamn powerful. But yeah, shout out to y'all for Juneteenth, man. Like I say, listen. You know, as much of our history is, you know, about, you know, um, excellence and everything like that, and we are excellent fucking people. A lot of, listen, black people, we with, the, we with the shits too, and we with the mess just like everybody else. 
So you know what I'm saying? It's called duality. We can we can be ex we can be both excellent and ratchet. You know what I'm saying? And that's the beauty about us. Nobody else can do that shit. You know what I'm saying? So you know, all you niggas who still feel like y'all got a goddamn tap dance for watermelon slices for white folks, man, look. Yeah, yeah, go on some goddamn way. If you don't want to celebrate Juneteenth, don't celebrate Juneteenth. Because you wasn't celebrated in no goddamn way. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Ah, shit. Okay. So, this week, in the segment entitled, Let's Talk About the Six. We're going to be talking about, um, what I'm going to be doing is building on something. Because um, I talked about threesomes before. But we're kind of gonna kind of gonna build on it a little bit because something happened on Twitter this week that I um I find interesting. So a guy, this guy posted um a picture of a of a couple, of a, a black gay a black male gay couple, um, and it was like a, it looked like a wedding picture, some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, side note, all you motherfuckers who goddamn make your, who make your, who feel your time on the goddamn internet posting other people's content, y'all some weird bitches. Like, God, if you didn't take the picture, don't fucking post it. Y'all look so fucking weird. You know, go to fucking Tumblr with that shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I, I don't know. I've always found that annoying. You know what I'm saying? You know, you screenshot other people's shit and posting it on your fucking page for folk to interact with. Like, you know what I'm saying? Here's my thing. Do you look like the motherfuckers that you, who pictures you taking? You know what I'm saying? Because these pages always be run by some mid-looking ass bitch. And that shit is fucking irritating, man. Leave other people's content alone. But I digress. So yeah, they posted a picture of this um this this couple or whatnot. So in the comments, a dude he um he says, you know, oh I had a threesome with them. They lit. So then one half of the couple sees the comment and he retweets it and he's like, damn, now I gotta start making people sign NDAs. And then everybody started dragging the um the little boy as they should have. Let me tell you something. We're in this weird-ass space and time where people feel like everybody need to know every damn thing. Because we, you know, it's, it, it's this clout-chasing, social-climbing fucking culture we in. Bruh, I promise you, everybody don't have to know every goddamn thing. Like, dude, you, you know what I'm saying? I mean, listen... We all know the couples. And, and again, I'm talking to my people at this point, you know. So straight people, you just, this ain't for you. I'm talking to my community, the gays, you know. We know the couples get down. We know that. That ain't no, that, that, that is no, that is no, that, that is, that is no type of esoteric knowledge. We know the couples be out here getting it. Hell, I said that before. That's why a lot of y'all single motherfuckers can't get boyfriends because the couples taking all the niggas. But I digress. You know what I'm saying? The game is to be sold, not told, baby. You know what I'm saying? If I wanted, if I wanted everybody to know what we was motherfucking doing, I would have recorded the shit and put it on OnlyFans like the rest of the skunk buckets out here. We didn't do that because we didn't want other everybody to know. You know what I'm saying? Like niggas got y'all learn how to move with some type of decorum and learn how to move in silence. You know what I'm saying, nigga? You and also. But this is how, going back to when I was talking about the DL niggas before, a couple of episodes back. 
This is how I know y'all really don't be out here fucking with him because y'all talk too goddamn much. You know what I'm saying? You can a, a, a nigga a nigga a nigga can't a nigga can't bring nothing in their damn bedroom or walk in nobody's bedroom without coming out and broadcasting it to the world. So if you so if you dealing with motherfuckers who don't broadcast their business, how you doing that? You just opening your mouth for everything. So that's why I be saying y'all motherfuckers be out here lying about shit. You know what I'm saying? Chill out, ain't nothing. You know what I'm saying? If 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 the cup if the couple hot y'all had a good ass motherfucking time, walk out that damn bedroom and you know what I'm saying. Look, hit the Kiki Palm on that motherfucking ass. I ain't never seen this man in my life. You know, they could be walking down the street with no thing. Sorry to these men. Like it's just you know what I'm saying. It's just so that was just so odd to me. And it's just so many of y'all move like that. You know, you because I've seen it on the timeline multiple times. You know, you know, somebody will post a picture of their boyfriend or whatnot, and then he come he got this one, this one knuckle dragon nigga. Oh well, you know, he was just in my DMs. Nigga, shut the fuck up. Nigga tried to hit me with that shit a few months ago. Cause you know, anybody know me, you know, I don't shy away from posting pictures of my boyfriend. You know, it is it is what it is. And me and motherfuckers, you know, you know, oh, niggas be in my DMs. Nigga, we was in your DMs together. Fuck. What the fuck? You think you special? Motherfucker, my look, I'm pulling this shit up, I'm reading your shit. He right over my shoulder, read your shit too. <laughs> like, nigga. Look, he, look, he'll tell me if your ass fat for I will. So shit. They be niggas kill me with that fucking energy. Like, what what is this? You think you you really think you got one up on these people? Just because, you know what I'm saying, they brought you to their house and they did whatever with you? Guess what, man? You left the mothers, got back in the bed together, embraced them motherfucking, just went to sleep and, and continued on with their goddamn life. You know, so it's just it's just wild to me that y'all be on shit like that. You know, like um, I tell motherfuckers all the time, it's couples I done been with in my lifetime, nigga, I'm taking to the grave. You know what I'm saying? A, to, a you know, to keep they shit tight, and B, nigga, I might want to fucking do it again. I'll be damned if one of y'all motherfuckers figure out some shit. That's why I be telling you. <laughs> that's why I be telling you. See, when you see a lot of these fucking, especially the Twitter famous niggas, you see a lot of them, how they be moving and everything. And a lot of them be complaining about being single and everything. Because don't nobody want they motherfucking ass. They move too goddamn loud. These niggas, who, these niggas with all these followers and all they do is sit up here on the internet and post all goddamn day and tweet all motherfucking day. Ain't nobody really fucking with them like that because, again, if they've, made, they've made it their brand to, you know what I'm saying, be so visible. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, how the fuck I'm how the fuck I'm how the fuck I'ma fuck you on the lower? We gonna do whatever on the lower whatnot when you got all these eyes watching you and you got a motherfucking tell on every goddamn thing. You know what I'm saying? You know, so I be telling people it ain't them profiles to watch out for. It be the niggas be sitting up there with motherfucking who quietly got two hundred motherfucking followers. <laughs> don't be tweeting that much. Don't ever post no pictures. Shit, them the motherfuckers out here doing shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, all these loud ass internet niggas, don't nobody want y'all motherfuckers. Hell, I might I might fall in that category, but again, I ain't pressed for nobody, son. I I I, I got I, you know, I got what I'm looking for. All the rest of you niggas just extra if you happen to come along. <laughs> but um but yeah, like you know, it's just, you know, it, it y'all got to stop being so fucking strange. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you not you're not fucking no you're not fucking these couples up. 
You're not breaking them up. You're not, you know what I'm saying? You're just making yourself look like what you were, a, a living, breathing conduit for other people's fucking pleasure. Accept your role, baby. You know? But yeah, but like I said, but when you get to, but I ain't gonna lie, um, I, I, I mentioned it last episode too, but when you get to a certain point, I probably, you ain't gotta be a rich motherfucker to make niggas sign NDAs either. Listen, I look, I promise to God, every one of y'all hoes signing some paperwork from here on out. Look, I, look, I ain't got time, motherfucker, sign this shit if you open your motherfucking mouth, I swear to God. I'ma sue the goddamn change out your ass tree. Shit. But yeah, you know, I just wanted to bring it up real quick because, um, you know, niggas be jumping out the window with that bullshit. Keep some shit to yourself, you know what I'm saying? Have some mystery, you know. And, you know, shout out to the people who know how to keep their mouth, who know how to keep their mouth shut. You know what I'm saying? Because I ain't lying. If, if any of y'all motherfuckers start talking, fuck y'all. <laughs> oh, shit. But, um, yeah, it wasn't as long as I thought it was going to be. But, you know, I feel like, you know, we, we right at 50 minutes. So this is what this, this is a good spot. Um, yeah, because I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I can't I can't be promising y'all no hour every week. I, look, I can't, look, I'm sitting up here right now, my throat dries hell. You hear my damn voice? I sound like a fellatiated a weed eater. So, you know, when I talk for a long time, my, my damn throat get to hurting and shit. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we gonna just go ahead and end it right there. Um, again, y'all keep writing into the email. You know, I see you. I appreciate you. Give me feedback. You know what I'm saying? If, if there are things that you want to hear in particular or suggestions for segments or whatnot, by all means, hit me up. I will take it into account, and we gonna be we gonna be on the podcast that we want together. All right. So um, to next week, all y'all, all y'all scalp, drink y'all water, mind y'all motherfucking business. I'm gonna holler at y'all.